This is the SFF Audio Podcast. SFF Audio's podcast was broken today, so I was thinking, well, we could have no podcast, or I could put in something that is rather strange. We've got a recording from 2006, recorded at uh, Worldcon 2006 in Los Angeles. Uh, it's a coffee clutch with Evo Terra, but it's actually a conversation with several people. So um, it's fun. Uh, hard to hear. Hard to hear what people are saying. It's from five years ago in podcasting, and that's uh, interesting in itself. The, the people are sort of around still, but you, I guess I haven't talked to them in a while. So the participants included Steen Hansen, myself, Evo Terra, Phil DeSmet, Matthew Wayne Selznick, and Steve Ely. If you'd like to hear what was going on five years ago, have a listen. Wait for me. We have a ready record our panel. Why is that here? Uh, he wants sorry. to record for posterity. Are you not here? No, no, this. Oh, that's done. That's kind of done. If you wanted a card, moving it out of the way. Moving it out of the way. I'm going to get a card. Go right ahead. No, take away. Take it away. It's recording. All right, then. So, to recap, podcasting with dummies, Evo's not his name, don't shoot, I work at Starbucks. That'll do it. See, that's why the story was because of my name in that I might actually steal that. So where in Pennsylvania? Milford, Pennsylvania. Uh, that's got to ring some bells. Some I've heard of it. Damon Knight and James Blish yes. lived there in the late 50s through the 60s. Funny story about how they, they picked Milford. Um, they were both living in New York with their respective wives. And um, they decided that each of them would buy a house. And so they began these weekend expeditions concentric circles out of the city looking for the first place where a science fiction writer in the late 50s could afford a house. <laughs> and it was Milford. So they moved there, and then Damon, uh, basically the place he bought was, was kind of a defrocked hotel, and had all these rooms, and large gathering rooms as well. And he began holding symposia for professional writers who would come up Everybody, the, the, the rules of engagement were everybody has to bring something they're working on and in sufficient copies that everybody else that came, and there were typically no more than 12. Larry Niven was there during the 60s, he wrote the And uh, so everybody would read everybody else's stuff, and then when your turn was up, you'd, you'd sit there and you had to just sit there, and everybody else would tear the shit out of it. You'd just, as good friends should. Yeah. Uh, Harlan Ellison brought. Oh God! No, he's there. <laughs> he brought. I have no mouth and I must scream to it, and they tore the shit up. As was their one. And Harlan stood up, took his manuscripts back, and said, "I'm not changing a word. And this is going to go on and win a nebula." It did. <laughs> <laughs> that is a hazard, right? 
writers' groups is that it, yeah, yeah, because, yeah. because they're rewarded for being critical, yeah, it sure. often is possible to forget about how to listen as just a science fiction reader yeah. and how to read as just someone who's reading to have fun yeah. and think about all the little tiny flaws and, and, and tear things apart too much. Yeah, yeah that, that is a risk. The, uh, uh, there's a collection of a Milford, one of the descendants of, of the Milford conferences. They're all over the country now. The Sycamore Conference called Intersections, and the preface to it is called Notes from the Burn Ward. And that's really <laughs> kind of what it was like. I asked because I'm from the opposite side of the state, ah. Pittsburgh, McKeesport area. I spend two weeks out of every month in Johnstown. Okay. My family has history there. I haven't been there since 76, I guess. You just missed the flood. It was in 77. They <laughs> <laughs> were in uh, 1898. 
the same thing. Yeah, that's actually, I was modeling it kind of after you guys were saying you were selling your books on half.com yeah. and all the slush pile you get. Yeah, I was thinking, if he's saying that, yeah. Why should I have to have this giant storage area? I don't sell the arcs, but we, we, we get you know regular books that, yeah, that come in. It's, it's a good pain. It's a good pain, but you know. When it used to be, I'd have a two-cassette Star Trek, and I was going, this is wonderful, Steve. You should try this. And he'd say, this is great. And he listens to it 12 times because he nothing has nothing else. else. Nothing existed back then, right? Sad. And now it's like, that's absolute garbage. <laughs> Nobody should look at it. Yeah, your standards change. Unfortunately. We can keep the content flowing, so. <laughs> so... What else you got going on in the pipeline, Luca? Probably the newest thing that we're talking about is um, Audible. Well, we got the Audible deal. Oh, you have an Audible deal? Well, work. we got Audible. Um, talk about it? Yeah, I can talk about it. Sure. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's okay. Um, Audible has reached out to Kiptronic, the advertising arm of Libsyn, if you will. And isolated a few of Libsyn's top podcasts, of which all the things I do, Dragon Page, Cover to Cover, Wing and Slice Sci-Fi, those are part of it. Uh, Pottybooks.com is part of that. And they're going to do the Word Nerds and, and a few others. PowerPoint? Yeah, all the PowerPoint stuff, yeah. And um, Audible's looking to do a one-month-long exclusive sponsorship where and it's going to be structured different for each particular property you know like for audio books it's got to be a very short thing up front it's longer at the end with Dragon Page we can do other stuff who knows did you did you see my latest post oh, so it's an ad campaign it's an ad campaign yeah it's an ad campaign I think they wanted to run this stuff on Audible well what they, what they want to do is after the month goes up is they're not that they're looking at other opportunities you know what what other kinds of cross-promotional so stuff so I miss out by not being on Lipsyn what's that? Said, so I miss out by not being on Lipsyn yeah. <laughs> But uh, so that yeah, the Audible deal's out there. Um, that's going to start in October. We'll see where it goes from there. I mean, they, uh, they're 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 talking big about some other stuff. Yeah. Did you see the the latest post that put on the, the site? It's called Mech News. Yeah. I'm familiar with them. Yeah. Their podcast. They're going to access feed. Their complete first issue for free with ads. Oh, so they yeah, finally got a supported. clip? Yeah. Huh? So they finally got a clip? Yeah. They wrote a big letter about how uh, how badly they were doing. Yes, gee, because you can't get to I, I have a grudge against Nick. <laughs> uh, their, their content is awesome. That's awesome. Sure. They also got some shit. That's the best. Yeah. Awesome content. Are they weak? Are they, uh, I mean, realistically. Well, they're, they're, they're issue just not so What's the great? Uh, yeah. What if they're guys? They're they're South guy was in an interview with some little obscure SF scene, uh, where he basically said, "Yeah, they asked him about all the podcasters and things. No, he what it wasn't about skateboard. It was about he said, "Yeah, we love those amateur podcasters them, whereas we're more like Lord of the Rings quality here, and that's what—that's really what you need to bring in the mass market. And yeah, I was before then. I was like writing their guy email saying, "Hey, if I can help promote you, that, that's cool." After I was like, "Yeah, we're going to kick their asses. We're not going to do it confrontationally. I'm going to do it by by being so much better than them." Yeah. yeah. 
in terms of our production. Yeah, I mean, you, you have to admit that there are a lot of shitty sounding podcasts out there that are. There are. Oh, yeah. and, and because there's But I no take exception filters, to, it, to it being treated as a class. Oh, well, uh, I, I wouldn't. I mean, now they're podcasting. Now you, you, you can be happy, right? Because now they're one of the shitty ones, too, or whatever. But Now they're one of the amateur podcasts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, they're... they're but, I find it really funny that you had Invasion, did you have Invasion this week too? And these guys are advertising, and I think, I don't they know that they did Escape Pod, but I think they're also bootstrapping it by, like, you should listen, or you should read uh, FNSF, and you should read Asimov's science fiction. Like, they had some ads that they probably weren't, didn't sell. Yeah. <laughs> they're running house ads, but they're yeah. just whatever. So they, they go to these people with exactly. Look what we did for you. Yeah. I there were, there were some real ads in there, but they were yeah. like minor things. Right. The most part. They were like, yeah. uh, visit um, so and so's Armor Academy. And yeah. Now I'm good with other with other pod, with other fiction podcasts in the market. I, I think that's a fantastic thing. There's plenty of room for it. Yeah. I just it was the way that they were handling their approach and their They're marketing about we're going to make it possible for people to make a living writing short fiction. And well, they're nobody else has. The reach exceeded their grasp. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I guess I'm on the record, so I should shut up now. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, I mean, if, if if they scale back a little bit and realize that they're just part of the community, like we're part of the community, then more power to them, and you I'm do, happy to search that They have very little uh, no yeah. yeah, it's like... They're, like the number two is us for yeah. posting about that. Yeah. And that's principle. bad because yeah. I've only made three or four posts and we haven't even done a review. So yeah. if nobody else is doing, you know, and, the, and all the stuff on all, I yeah, previously was saying negative. This is a three-minute yeah. sample. Yeah. No, in principle, it's great. I've seen like attitude. <laughs> so. But you don't like a lot of people's attitude. That's true. <laughs> you don't like um. A lot of people don't like my attitude. Maybe, 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 maybe I'm probably a lot more people that don't like your attitude. <laughs> you like you have attitude. a problem with uh, Poncho, too, don't you? I, I have been in Flame Wars, and you know. Is there any really? table that doesn't have a problem? With Poncho? <laughs> I don't know enough about Poncho to say. Oh, yeah. I, 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 their motto is not not be evil. Like you want my yeah. But my my little thirty second version of why I have a problem with Poncho is their contract. Their their standard sucker contract they send out, which basically says it's a two-year contract, renewable at their option. You don't get the option not to renew. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you own their content, sure, but they have exclusive distribution rights over all your content. They can decide whether or not anyone ever hears you. They have control over your image. Uh, and, and some of that stuff does not end yeah. when the contract ends. Yeah. yeah. yeah basically, it is, it is they, they're trying to do the music industry 2.0, and that pisses me off because podcasting is in a position right now where we need to be forming better models than we had before. Yeah. And I think Adam Curry, his intentions are in the right place. I, I, I've read his, his emails. I really think he he believes in what he's doing. It's he just, just has that, bad advisors, well, like like Ron some Moon, other people. Ron, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I can quote. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not saying who I'm quoting here, but yeah, other people talk to say, yeah, Adam Curry's great. Ron Bloom is an asshole, and that's yeah. the problem. Is that I, I've heard that he's too. coming he's coming from the music industry, and he's the one that is really yeah screwing the whole thing. Well, up. when but, you talk about doing different models, in the music industry too. Yeah. Don't forget um, that. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. true. Now, the, the different model that we're we're looking at doing right now is you know we we have about fifteen thousand registered members at this audiobooks. Um, we're pushing 6,000 who, you know, in, in a 30-day in a period, about 6,000 of them are active. Yeah, I saw pulling yeah. stuff down. 
but there are 15,000 that have signed up. You know, some, some of them have signed up and had no idea what to do, which we know that's a problem. Um, but we're going to work on fixing that. But, you know, we've, we've got a distribution. We've got, you know, 66, 67 books. We'll probably have close to 100 by the end of the year. Um, what we're talking about doing, probably for 2007, I don't know exactly how soon it's going to be, sooner rather than later, is develop a, a distribution method that's actually uh, put paid content on as well. So we're talking about, uh, one of the things I'm, I'm going to talk to authors here about, uh, or publishing houses, is we'll take your audio book, if you've got it, and we'll serialize it, which like Bill had to do with his book, which was already done as an audio book. Serialize it, put it out there, and, and give you the option. We can put it out, you know, free, which means uh, possibly ad supported if you want to, and, and we split proceeds when people do do it, which is the standard way we're doing right now. Um, your, your, your model's so good because it's 50%. Yeah, but for but for a lot of authors, you know, say the Will McCarthy's of the world, who you know are are not an underpublished author, they get plenty of stuff. You know, they they have an opportunity to give some of their older work, probably, but they're not going to want their brand new stuff out there. Well, we will actually have an opportunity. Contracts about their brand new stuff. Exactly, that's another reason why. Yeah, and they don't want to give it away. I mean, they they want to sell this stuff and make some profit off of it. So we're going to put forth a model to where they can actually sell it on our site. But it probably will not be the audio CD version or the audio version you could download from places like Audible. We're going to keep it serialized. We're going to continue the model that way. What is the advantage to serialize? It's it's a different method. You know, it's it like is. you have the abridged, you've got the unabridged, you've got the audio text, you've got the ebook. You, it's about you giving the else. audience a choice, making it convenient for them in whatever form they want to use. I thought the, the very best reason to have a serial podcast novel was that your marketing can be over the entire length of the podcast. Well, yeah, you're, you're building you loyalty. Mean? Yeah, sure. well, you're, you're building word. Like if if you're doing talking about a movie, generally it's a week of advertising on TV. We can't afford this. Nobody can afford this, right? right? So the way to generate interest is to send out a few emails. A few people listen. They maybe they don't do it right away. It takes some time. Then they write something about it. And by that time, you're four or five podcasts in. People can go back and start listening, right? And they still feel like they're in awe at the beginning because it's not finished. Right? Yeah. Nobody's talking about Moravia anymore except for Key Morris. Right? I, I'm not. I'm not saying anything. No, like uh, there's no blog post about Moravia right now. Right. I'm not, this is not an yeah. insult. This is not a fact. Yeah. Right. It's the um, flow. The new Moravia. Yeah. There will be talk about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. You're laughing because no, no, he likes to talk. No, no, actually, I was thinking about it. It reminded me of uh, Sigler and I are always after each other about a people in the numbers. Okay. Yeah, this is a subscriber count. And mine finally passed, my Escape Pod finally passed like, the Infection Podcast <laughs> two weeks ago. And I'm like, well, yeah, that's because Infection just ended, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, my, so that's what it took for my numbers to pass his numbers. It's yeah. his book people to People finally over. start unsubscribing because the book's done, right? So. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, even, even him with, with Pod Show, and I don't understand exactly their marketing system. But even his stuff benefits way more than if Joe Blow releases his audiobook as a complete free download on the internet because it's serialized. You know, you can, it's a new chance to talk about it each week. And he gets to build suspense. He gets to say, "Yeah, to, yeah, wait till next week to find out what happens to these characters." But this is fundamentally different than the audiobook correct thing. So, what it is is just the magazine model. Yeah, yeah. Galaxy. Well, there you go. It's the magazine model. I can wrap my hand around that a little bit. All, all the latter, yeah. the last and the Amber Chronicles were serialized in Galaxy yeah. Magazine. There you go. And, and, and Niven, Niven uh, serialized uh, 
Ringworld engineers, also in, in the large format galaxy. This brings up a thought to me. I want to ask you in terms of audio books. Um, yeah, because right now you let people do any schedule they want to, yep. including like you know once a day or even all at once. Yeah, they can get them all. Do you think that is that a turnoff to people even just to be able to grab them like that? Well, I want them all. Or I'm wondering. Right now. Yeah, I'm wondering if people if if you manage to build suspense by saying we're just going to do these once a week or so. Yeah. Uh, well, I guess you get people. Give people but you're competing against audiobooks, right? If, uh, right. This guy won't listen to a, a audiobook because right. he wants to be able to listen to it all right now. And we know there are people that want that way. But the, uh, there, there are people that work on the other side of the table. Can you can you offer though? Can you offer you know? Hey, right now do it all. Right. If you the more options you give. Yep. But you yeah, only have options to get it all right now. Yeah, so you get all right now. It's over. Yeah. That's true. That's quite a payment because, because the author is recording it week by week. That's true. But all you would have to do is delay your delay your start, right? And then you have more time for editing. But then that comes to an end at some point in time. And what happens in here? Like, you know, Matt's case, his book is over and done with. So, But he's already started on his next one, right? Yeah, but the, but the one that's there is still... People can get <laughs> yeah, it. what the hell are you doing here? Why aren't you writing? <laughs> you should be writing. Uh, yeah, they, uh, I mean, because the session once on the book is done, yeah. like like we say, you can get you can get it all at once if you want. You can download right. all 17 episodes. Now, yours now. Right. But, but you can't get all the bills because he hasn't released them all yet. Right. Have you recorded them all yet? Oh, yeah, he's done. Okay. Yeah. And, he, <laughs> and they're all edited? Even oh, yeah. mine was recorded ahead of time. But if I if I started listening and I said, this sucks, I can't finish this book. I need to finish this book right now. Right. I want to give you some money to finish this book. Here's what you happens. You can't give it to me. I well, can tell actually, you what happens. Actually, there he actually can. There actually are people um, and uh, uh, don't, J.C. Don't buy them. Yeah, uh, forwarded me a couple of emails from people who said, Damn it! I went out and bought the book. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was going to say. So, yeah. Yeah. That's why you have a print edition. Yeah, it does drive sales. Again, this is all servicing the audiobook people or the the iPod people, right? Uh, as I keep saying, right, the audiobook people are not being served. They okay. won't. Uh, they will not accept this model. Here's here's what I'm doing with the next one, whatever that is. <laughs> next year. Not early early this year. Late this year. Um, with Brave Men Around, I did. To, you know, uh, concurrently print, ebook, and podcast. That's pretty amazing. The next one is going to be print, ebook, podcast, MP3, CD, all awesome. at once. So they will be able to buy an audio edition exactly. right away. Yeah, Except that delays your being able to start, but that's okay, I guess. Okay. Not by much. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I record the whole podcast. Say, take a solid week. Take a solid week or two to record and edit the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you'll need that one. Yeah, that's yeah. probably smarter yeah. than the people who try to you know, burn out right. in the middle of it. Yeah, because I don't, I don't, I don't trust a problem. I don't trust that turns people off. Right? Oh, yeah, no. Enough no. To be able to do it I'm not, not going to yeah. try another one right. and risk it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I found out was you, you can't record after dinner. <laughs> You're so right. Let me, let You're me. so right. Yeah, you've got to be really selective the time of day. William Dupree just said on... The Time Traveler Show podcast. He did an interview. Professional narrator. He says, "Have an apple. Eat an apple. Clears your system right up." Yeah. Oh, I got lemon juice. Well, lemon juice clears my throat, but it also makes my voice thin. Ted Hawkins, the, the musician, he was a street singer for years, and then he got discovered by Christopher Penn. Um, had like two years of huge worldwide fame. Great guy of old age. Um, he said. He swore by gargling with the juice from a jar of hot peppers. <laughs> I've never tried it, but I'm looking out there. Presumably that's pickled I'd want to hear the guy's yeah. voice before I consider that advice. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. He sounded like Sam Cooke. It was great. Yeah, but see, that that's reverse 
uh, he's trying to make everybody have a bad boy. I smoke my two cigarettes before I start. Exactly. My new attrition plan for you. So, yeah. I piped the head off a chicken well, one of the things we want to do with it is, you know, it's all about a choice thing. You know, we've got we've got something new with this opportunity to serialize. You know, there are people that want to do it that way, and like like me, that's the way I really prefer to consume everything. It doesn't matter if, if the book's finished; I still put it on and get everything once a week. You know, it's yeah. that's that to me makes it fit. I get I get plenty of feedback from people who say this is my preferred model. Mm-hmm. So that's so that works out. Um, I do think that when we do, if if somebody says I want to sell my book, you know, if, if David Brink comes up and says here's mine, but I want you to sell it, we're, you know, it's, we probably won't have the you know push this to get every single episode, or you know maybe we will. I have you know we, there's all these questions about how, how we how we restructure things when we're in an environment where some things are ad supported and donation supported, and and another set of things are for a fee. What's what's the difference between the two? And then what do we do for the people who, in your case, Bill, where they say I can't wait any longer, I want I want to be able to buy that. We need to provide at least that mechanism. If not the actual files, we've got to be able to send them somewhere to say, here's where you can get that. Because chances are it will be finished and complete. You know, I want to do that with Matt's book. If somebody does want to buy it, and that's an opportunity, then we shouldn't be able to download and get it all at once. You want it all at once? Fine. Fifteen bucks, here's the link to go over and do it. Whether that goes to somebody else or we provide the download, we haven't got that much figured out yet. So that'll, that'll change that. But it's still, it'll still all come, I mean, it's, this is still a technical issue. It all comes back to, if I get Matt's CD of Life of the Upcomer, I can't play it the way I can play the podcast. This is still a technical yes. problem that needs to be solved for iPods. Yeah, not right. for other devices. Right. Maybe for other I don't use other devices. Well, that's why the second model we're doing where it's just kind of the service provide. Look, if you've if you got files resident local on your machine, we can provide out a feed so that you can that, actually get them and they, and they load up in there. The M4B so. file format. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, pretty simple stuff to do that, and that's not complicated. So... So we'll see. I got the people, um, you guys know about LibriVox, right? That's uh, good, good folks. No, no, LibriVox is a public oh, domain audio books. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're doing audio readings of all, like, the Project Gutenberg. So. Yeah. yeah. They've got I, 138 I titles or whatever. We have, we've experimented with one. We've got Anna of Green Gables. Anna or Anna? Anna of Green Gables. Anna, Green Gables. Anna, Green Gables. Anna is your wife. You're going to get in trouble. Yeah, no, yeah. No, I'm not. I Most just Canadians. Know. Yeah. Anna of Green Jansons. Anna of Green And all the Japanese, too. So we put that book up, and, you know, we don't actually we're not hosting the files on that one like uh, infection no protection ancestor we're not hosting those files either then we're just we're just pointers to where they go um, and I was talking with Hugh is that the guy that runs Liverbox uh, no, right. I think it's about right um, he's going to assign one of his volunteers and they're going to try and get every single one of them up to our system because the problem they're into is here, here, here's 17 links and you got to go through and click individually uh, and get, I, or you can subscribe to their single RSS feed and get whatever was new that day I actually did that for every science Points. fiction one I, I made a list yeah and it, there was a ton of them and then some of them they have two they have two different readings yeah they do this Multiple guy and readers this guy and one is yeah. uh, one reader so we're, that's what they're going to go through and start slowly loading up the system and giving us you know the update sheet so we can you know put all the books up so we should be over 100 times fast it's, it's awesome. the one bad thing is it's going to bring your quality way down because um, you demand uh, audiobooks has a demand for at least some good quality is my understanding right? for, audio, for technology tech, for, 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 equipment right? yeah it's not these they don't have those standards they don't 
don't have those standards. Yeah, These no. people sound like Cory Doctorow did mm. when he started. A lot of concern about that. So. Yeah. Yeah. I got to make sure that yeah, I'm They're going for the quantity of reading over, yeah. Yeah, which is why they're fully volunteer supported and all that stuff. But I, remember, I think it was you once told me that, yeah, gave it, you know, said based on what you thought, Escape Pod at one point was like the biggest repository of free audio fiction on the internet. And then like LibriVox blew us away like two weeks after well, that. Uh, yeah, they're a bigger repository of time than we are. Uh, yes, but there was some, there was some, uh, no, no, the largest, they have more audio on tape. Okay. Oh, they have more audio recorded. Okay. But you have more stories. More individual works. More individual works, yes. Or had, anyways. I was never secure enough in that bracket to really know shit anyway. Well. Well, guys, answer me this question. Yeah. And I, this, this is a true question. I don't know what the answer to this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now, our submission guidelines simply say two things. Uh, finish, and here's the technical specs on, on your audio file and your ID specs. That's it. Now, I've got, I'm fortunate enough to have the Matthews and the Bills of the world, whose books are and sound wonderful. But then I've got the... <laughs> this has been the SFF Audio Podcast. Please join us at www.sffaudio.com.